Hey, do you teach yoga? Have you ever trained to lead yoga classes to be a yoga therapist? Have you ever owned a yoga studio? Maybe even just wondered what it was like for the women and men up there in front of the room on their mats, leading you through endless Surya Namaskars, down dogs, and pranayamas galore? Well, these are their stories and mine. I'm Rebecca Sebastian, a 20-year yoga teacher, 10-year yoga therapist, yoga studio owner, and co-founder of a yoga-focused nonprofit. I've done a lot in the yoga world over the last 20 years, pretty much everything except had a water cooler. You know, a place to share stories, talk about struggles, successes, and find other people who do the same thing that I do. Welcome to Working in Yoga, a podcast and substitute water cooler for yoga folks to connect and build community, to share our unique profession, our challenges, and our journeys with the world. Welcome, Working in Yoga listeners. This week, I'm talking to Carrie Uranga. She is half of Drishti Yoga Teacher Training, which has traditionally in the past been a traveling yoga teacher training program. And Carrie has traveled all over the world with her business partner, Sarah, training lots of yoga teachers in the magic of sharing yoga with other people. So in this episode, Carrie and I are going to discuss, frankly, how rad our job is and how we love sharing yoga with folks how online played a big part in both of our businesses' pivots over the last 15 months. And Carrie is going to give us a really fantastic self-care tip. In fact, I used her self-care tip when I was speaking at the Yoga Teacher Conf just this last weekend because I thought it was so brilliant. So make sure you stay tuned to the end to hear her very excellent tip. I have been teaching yoga and fitness full-time for the last 14 years, and my business partner and I owned a traveling yoga teacher training school. So we never had a brick and mortar. We literally traveled all over the world, leading teacher trainings and exotic destinations. Drishti Yoga Teacher Training is the name of our company. And in 2018, we sort of went on a hiatus because I was living in Europe and I just wanted to have my own travel life and not really leave, not really, I was not in the mood to be a facilitator for a while, you know, I needed a break. And Sarah was also busy creating her family. So it was a good time to just put Drishti on the back burner and That was in 2018. And then in 2020, when lockdown happened, we said, you know, why don't we do like a two-week retreat in place, not a live retreat, but something where people would get a daily email and receive a daily meditation and then like three yoga classes a week. And that was great. People really liked that. And then that's when we sort of started thinking, oh, well, you know, maybe we should do a couple more of these types of things. And then when we realized we could actually lead our yoga teacher trainings now online, you know, I literally have a desk full of manuals, prenatal manual, 
200 hour manual, 300 hour manuals, because we're a 200 and a 500 hour school. And I lead yin yoga teacher trainings as well. We're like, you know, there's really no reason not to. So that's what we did. We, you know, signed up with Namastream, which is how I met you now called Marvelous. Marvelous. (laughs) Marvelous. And here we are. So this year has been crazy for yoga, but my favorite thing about stories like yours is how innovative teachers and facilitators have been over the last year to share the content we love with humans all over the world. Like I'm all in on that. I think that's awesome that you guys were like, let's go and do something online and offer what we're doing in a virtual platform. Like virtual retreats are my jam. I love that you did them. Yeah. You know, um, it just, it started out like just kind of this daily email that we did for two weeks. We called it um, stay home. And then we did it again for another two weeks because people really liked it. And then I actually did lead a, a full virtual weekend retreat with another one of my friends. And we did the whole like Friday night, all day, Saturday, and then Sunday morning. And that was great too. It was pretty amazing how connected everyone felt, even though we were obviously on Zoom. And, uh, you know, I'm the kind of person, I like to be outside. I spend a lot of time outside in parks, walking, running, riding my bike. And for some reason, being on Zoom all day when you're in a retreat doesn't seem to bother me. I think because it's not work, you're not doing you know, you're not like in business meetings all day. Yeah. Doing fun yoga workshops or talking about the koshas or, you know, we had this full moon thing and, you know, it's just like fun. It is. So I led a virtual retreat in January, kind of like your three day retreat. And we were able to partner with local businesses. And I even sent like one of my staff members is a photographer and videographer. I sent him to film at a restaurant because, you know, we're all closed, right? Like we've got time. It was the best. And I was so surprised how much value we can add to what we're doing in a virtual platform. Like that's exciting to me for all the hard stuff of 2020, including not traveling, which I'm going to ask you about in a minute, because I also love to travel. (laughs) But there have been some really cool things that have happened. And that's my favorite. Yeah, I also, like you, really appreciate how creative everyone got. And it's just like hearing the different things that people were doing. It was really inspiring to be like, oh, that's a good idea. Oh, I love that. That's really cool. Yeah. So how has not traveling been? Because your business was traveling to train teachers. Are you going to go back? Do you miss it? Do you love online? I don't love online. Um, but what I do love about online, for example, right now we're running simultaneously 200 hours and a 300 hour training. And what I do love is like, one of our students is in Switzerland, one is in Portland, Oregon, a couple are in Chicago. And we obviously wouldn't be able to have that same reach that we do now. So the student that's in Switzerland, she actually came on a training with us in Greece. She did her 200 hour with us in Greece. Then she did a 100 hour with us in Italy. 
And now here she is online with us. And meanwhile, I'm in Texas and Sarah, my business partner is in California. So it is cool in that respect. Of course, I miss traveling. It's kind of funny though. I've traveled a lot, like a lot, a lot, like for a year, my husband and I backpacked through Central and South America. You know, we moved to Europe for two years and I've been to over 50 countries and it's, I love traveling, but I, it's also exhausting. You know, it's, it's not fun sometimes with flight cancellations and, you know, it's a lot of work. So it's kind of funny when we were moving back from Europe and I was coming back to Texas, I was actually really looking forward to just relaxing, chilling out. We did go on one trip to Brazil for a couple of weeks, and then we went on another trip to Baja for a couple of weeks. But then after that, I was really like ready to chill and relax and also do local trips. So there's a lot of like local, like we're about to do a two week road trip. We've never been to Yosemite and Joshua Tree and Tahoe. And so we are doing that two-week road trip upcoming. And then last year, we did another two-week road trip where we went to Zion, Bryce, oh, nice. Arches, and Canyonlands. So I, when we, when, like in October 2019, when we were coming back home, I was like, oh, I'm so ready to just like kind of chill out and explore the States. And then it's, you know, obviously COVID hit and it's like yeah. I was forced to. Now I'm starting to get a little bit antsy where I'm like, maybe we should pack up our bags and go to Crete. I've really been, I love Greece, but I have never been to Crete. Crete is a huge island. Mm -hmm. It's, you can go and spend a lot of time just in Crete alone. So I lately I've been like, maybe we should go to Crete for three months. So we'll see. <laughs> nice. That's my favorite though. I mean, I, before I had kids, I traveled a lot in my twenties, like a lot, a lot. And I also lived in Europe too. So like I have that travel bug. And so then I had children and traveling is more difficult when they're little and now they're older. And I had a, I had a trip booked, a retreat booked to rent a castle in England, which is, I lived in London. So I thought, well, I'm going to start taking people places I know before I start going elsewhere, you know? Mm -hmm. And of course, COVID hit again. And I did the same thing you did. I was like, well, you know what? We're going to explore local things. Like, we'll, we'll figure out what's around us that we can take day trips to. And we'll explore those kind of things. Like, it has kind of created this big scope I had and made it smaller for a second, which is pretty magical too. Yeah. Yeah. Texas has a lot of... Um, lakes and rivers and we do a lot of cabins or camping and go just like we do a lot of like weekend trips and even day trips like you're saying yep. it's it's been really cool to just explore and see some new things that are right at your fingertips yeah i think our first place that we're gonna take for a studio trip is we're gonna try puerto rico because we know people don't need passports. And sometimes if people are new travelers, passports are an obstacle. Mm -hmm. Did you ever run into like logistical issues or were all your yoga folks just ready to go and immerse themselves? I'm trying to think, I don't think we ever had any sort of logistical issues. You know, everyone knew they had to have passports for their places. Some places do require visas like yep. India, Thailand, 
So yeah, it's just kind of like making sure all of that was in order way in advance. It's funny because right now I actually thought it would be a good time. My passport's expiring in July. So a month ago, I sent my passport off to be renewed. And I just realized when you said that, I have not gotten it back. And I even paid for expediting expedited service. So I need to check on that. So thanks for that reminder. <laughs> <laughs> Write it on your little post-it note. <laughs> yeah. So uh, running like a traveling teacher training, did you know other people who did that work? I think yoga is isolating as a job sometimes when you're a facilitator. Mm-hmm. Were there other people who have your job besides your business partner? Well, that's how Sarah and I met. Actually, we were on another training as students. So I I only ever did my teacher trainings at these traveling yoga teacher training Mm -hmm. schools. So, but my first training was in Mexico and it was at a stationary, um, not a traveling school, but you know, a a place that had a resort center on the, on the beach. And so I did my first training there. And then Sarah and I met in India in 2011, both of us, when we were working on our 500 hour. And this was also one of these traveling yoga schools. And then our next training, we were assisting our teacher and she had an emergency. So we basically, we were the assistants. And what happened was that we took over and we had about 28 students on that training. And, um, everyone was like, oh my gosh, you and Sarah really work so well together. Have you ever considered doing your own thing? And we were like, no, we hadn't. And it was really on that training that we, the wheels started spinning. We worked really well together and we were like, hmm, this is interesting. And I was actually in process of thinking about starting my own travel retreat business, not so much trainings, but I like outdoor adventures. So I really was wanting to start a company called Vicarious Adventures, where it would be yoga plus fill in the blank, yoga and kayaking, yoga and hiking, yoga and, you know, whatever. Yeah. And um, then Sarah was the one who was really like, so what do you think about maybe starting a teacher training? You know, we did so well. And I was like, huh, well, Let's write a manual, submit to Yoga Alliance, and see what happens. And then we just kind of went from there. We led our first retreat, not retreat. Sometimes I accidentally say retreat. Almost everything we did was trainings. We did some retreats, but almost, I think we did 17 different trainings. So our first training was in Mexico in 2012. And then we just started through three or maybe at the most we might've done four a year, but you know, it's a lot. The trainings are 25, 24 nights. So yeah, cause they're 200 hour immersions. So we're on the mat eight and a half hours a day for 21 days solid with, you know, various breaks and stuff, obviously. Yeah, that's amazing. I could not train people like that. I am in awe of you and those like immersion trainers. I love you because <laughs> <laughs> like my train, I, I run a 500 as well, but it's like a year and there's, it's in modules and there's like six weeks off between modules where I'm just like, okay, I can't do this for six weeks. Yeah. I mean, it is a lot. I mean, you're living with people that you just met 
basically for a full month almost. And, you know, I'm married and so is Sarah. And now Sarah has kids, but, you know, being away from your partner, my partner would usually come meet me at the end and then we would go do our own two week vacation. But yeah, it's a lot. You're on the mat all day from 6.30 a.m. to 6 p.m. And you're with mostly women, obviously. Um, <laughs> and so yeah. that can sometimes be a challenge. But the things I, the mostly what I remember is how great it was. Like, despite these, of course, there's pros and cons to everything. But my memories tend to fall under the category of the place where we were, whether it was Greece or India or, you know, Portugal, the food, the people, the camaraderie, and just the, the moment that you share with this group of people, say 20 other people, and you're witnessing transformation, you know, people come in one way and three weeks later leave another way. And when Sarah and I go back and read all of our reviews, the one thing that really sticks out for everybody is like, you know, most people come on this training to get a certification, which they do, but that's not what anyone ever highlights. No one says, I'm so excited to now go be a yoga instructor. Everyone says, I can't believe the transformation I experienced in three short weeks. It was life-changing or it was the best experience of my life. Uh, you know, I would, everyone should do this. Um, you know, so it's, it's really cool to just remember all of those fond times. <laughs> yeah. I think that's something that people who are outside yoga don't understand about our jobs too. It's really intimate. Like what we experience with our students is, is like an intimate relationship. And especially if you're doing like, so you're kind of doing like the, the intimacy of like all at once in three weeks and you do feel really close to other humans. I mean, I have trained in the way that you're describing, like I've gone, my yoga therapy training was two weeks at a time, 14 days in a row, 10 hours a day for 14 days. And we just did that and then left and did it a couple other times to get all our hours in. But there is a magic to what we do in that intimacy that I think needs to be highlighted. Like what we do is awesome. The, yeah. the, the connections we make with other humans are amazing. Yeah. And like, it's you, so cool to see strangers, to witness strangers coming together and then becoming like best friends. Yeah. And we had one, we always refer to, it was like a, a, a magic unicorn group. The, one of the trainings in Greece, I think we had 24 and you know, obviously you have times where people bicker or maybe get clicky or there's an argument or whatever. I mean, everyone's tired. You're working really hard. It's hot. But this one training, for whatever reason, there was none of that. It was like everyone was a best friend. And still to this day, that group, they're very close. Like the people in that group are still very close. They you know, go visit each other, they write each other, you know, post on Facebook, you'll see pictures of some of them who have gotten together. And it's, it's really cool to witness 
24 strangers arriving, being nervous, you know, everyone's always yeah. a little nervous. And then after just what seems like a few days, these relationships take place. And like you said, it's, it's really intimate and it's special. Yeah. I love, I love our job. I mean, there's so many times in the yoga world that I've wanted to quit. Like there's a lot of other stuff that happens in the yoga world that gets frustrating. But every time I talk to yoga teachers and they tell me stories like this, cause we all have them. We have those moments where you're like, oh yeah, but then Jan met her husband or, you know, yeah. <laughs> something like that. And it's just what we do has such magic to it i think like we're connectors of humans sometimes i think i'm like chris harrison from the bachelor like you know facilitating intimacy amongst my people <laughs> an intimacy facilitator right but it is i mean you move your bodies and it's that in itself is intimate like sharing that with humans is intimate and then on top of it telling them how to breathe and then then the minute you tell them about the koshas they're like Oh my gosh, there's a system to this thing that I didn't even know was happening. Yeah. <laughs> You're Hold like, on. Yeah. What are you doing? What kind yeah. of magic are you doing? Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it's I love what we do and I love the humans that do this work. So I'm always so thrilled to talk to other people who do this work because it's awesome. Yeah. And sometimes um like you said, there's a lot going on in yoga, not just in yoga as a as a entity but you know as you know a studio owner as well as doing online comes with that a whole another set of challenges yeah. yeah and sometimes you can get really caught up in the day-to-day tasks of what you're doing especially when it comes to the online and it's conversations like these that you're reminded ah yes I do have a cool job. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Rebecca. Thanks for reminding me. <laughs> oh, I'm glad because I love, man, I love us. Like, I feel like we need to talk to other yoga folks, be like, man, we, we love us. Like, they're just, I, I talked to another gal this morning and I was telling her in yoga, you like trip over good humans, which I don't know if that's the case in other lines of work, but we're like littered with amazing human beings in our profession. Yeah. My favorite part, we're running online teacher trainings right now. And my favorite part of the week is our live sessions. So I do a live session on Thursdays from 12 to 2 with the 300 hour students. And I always come out of that live session like, ah, oh, man, yeah, I love our group. I love like our conversations and the stuff we talk about. I mean, it's just great. Yeah. So before we go, I'm wondering if you have a self-care tip for yoga teachers, yoga folks in general, because we are carers and givers, and I don't think we care for ourselves enough. So what do you do to care for yourself? Oh my gosh, I am the queen of self-care because it comes natural to me to take care of myself so that I can in turn take care of others. And it actually is part of my lifestyle. So I do a lot of things. I daily go out for walks in nature. I go to the park almost every day. I'm a member of the Botanical Gardens, and it's in walking distance, so I'm there quite often. Um, I'm another member of a museum, so I get to go there, and it's also in walking distance. 
I have a spa membership. Now, all of these things sound fancy and expensive. They're not. Literally, the Botanical Gardens membership was $75 for the whole entire year. And that membership has been priceless. Same thing with the museum membership. So I have this spa membership that's like $69 for a month, for, per month. And you with it comes one service. So each month you get a massage or a mani-pedi or a facial or whatever. And so every month I'm guaranteed that I'm going to do at least, you know, one of those things. So yeah, I think it's just part of my overall lifestyle. I'm not shy or bashful at all when it comes to taking care of myself. Okay. So I've heard you tell that story before about you being a spa member and I totally went and found a spot in my area that did memberships just because I was like, that is brilliant. Like, yeah, it's so great. It's like $69 a month. And then you just pick, you know, they call right. it an essential service. You pick one of the services. And so each month I just do something different. Yeah. I always think it's really interesting how, especially now that things are reopening and we're, we as yoga folks are asking other people to come and invest in us and the service that we provide for them. I mean, I sort of feel like you and I both sell experience in some way. Like that's, if you're traveling, there's an experience involved in it too. That's really cool. But we don't invest in ourselves in the same way. Like if I ask somebody to invest $50 a month in my studio, I should go invest $50 a month in myself. Like, Ooh, that's a good idea. <laughs> you, know, you know? Yeah. 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 Like, sure. so, I love that. That's such a good answer. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. So before we go, I'm going to have you remind people again, where to find you, give me Instagram handles and things like that. And all that'll be in the show notes too, but okay. tell us again. Great. Thank you. DrishtiYogaTeacherTraining.com is our website. Kind of long, but there you go. Our Instagram handle is DrishtiYogaTTC. Now, some people say, what's that TTC, Teacher Training Certification? We've thought about changing our Instagram handle, but we just haven't gotten there yet. So what else? Website, Instagram? I guess Perfect. that's all you need. Perfect. Thanks again, Carrie, for joining me and talking all cool things in the yoga industry. Make sure that you check her out with her partner, Sarah, on drishtiyogateachertraining.com. And they're also on Instagram. They run some pretty cool challenges every now and again that you can pop in and check out. So stay tuned and we'll see you next week.